next RAF chief joins UN in warning of the unthinkable. Nuclear war is now within the realm of our future. And it looks like Sarah Connor's dream is about to come true. of nuclear conflict, once unthinkable, is now back within the realm of possibility. While China is raising its defense spending this year by 7.1% to $229 billion, up from a 6.8% increase the year before, Mr. Putin put Russia's strategic nuclear weapons force on high alert on February 27th. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Subliminal Message Studios. United States have by far the biggest arsenals of nuclear warheads after the Cold War that divided much of the world in the 20th century, essentially putting the West against the Soviet Union and its allies, which is why Mr. Stringer, the former Director General of Joint Force Development at Strategic Command and RAF Assistant Chief of Air Staff, has said, is being quoted by saying, and that is why when there were calls for no-fly zones, the political leadership was quick to point out that NATO is a defensive alliance. NATO is not being attacked, and NATO is not constructed to go on to the offensive. Further escalation of the war, whether by accident or design, threatens all of humanity. Raising the alert of Russian nuclear forces is a bone-chewing development. The prospect of nuclear conflict, once unthinkable, is now back within the realm of possibility. The security and safety of nuclear facilities must also be preserved. It's time to stop the horror unleashed on the people of Ukraine. If it did, it would be taking on another nuclear power, which would be Russia or China. But what does the Biden administration do? Well, what they hear and what they do is let's tighten the grip on the American people Let's sick the DHS on them, and then let's get all of our dark medians in the ATF to start massively, massively denying foreign force to the American people that are legal and law-abiding citizens that just want to put a suppressor on their freaking gun. You know, it's not like they're going to go out and shoot everyone, but that is seems to be a lot of some, you know, some of their mindset, which is very unfortunate. But like I said, and I'll keep on saying this, ladies and gentlemen. We really need to realize that these organizations have different factions within those organizations. And some groups do not like what's going on in that other group. So as a Ukraine's nuclear regulator has appealed to the International Atomic Energy Agency, 
for help in securing its nuclear power plants as Russia's invasion raises concern for the safety of the facilities, obviously. Now, IAEA Director General Rafael Gross has said at a special meeting of the agency in Vienna on March 2nd that the UN nuclear watchdog was working with all sides to explore how the plants and their staffs could be supported. And um, I wonder where they're going to get some of the what some of that support. This falls right in line with China going to a cashless society. Saudi Arabia has just approached them, completely boosting Russia's economy right back up. None of the regulations, none of the sanctions that the Biden administration has put on Russia has affected Russia. And these are just our opinions, just our opinions. Uh, but none of the sanctions that Russia has put on them has had true effect on Russia, but it has had indefinite effect of the American people, and we are seeing those in live time. Each day we wake up, in each second that we live our lives, we are seeing things go more down and more for the. Let's just say the the more more of the elite the more of the elitist class. If you haven't realized, there kind of really is no such thing as the middle class anymore, and it's very sad. Now. It also falls in line with the economic war form and um, the IMF, which is the only real bank in the world now that has conquered most of the major nations except for Russia and China, which is why we're seeing this such this horrible pushback. But what is really, really being transcribed to the American people is a mirage that China and Russia are actually against the IMF Bank. Make no mistake that if they're actually against the IMF Bank, we would have already been involved in a war with both of those countries. The reason why we are going to war with them now is because they want to bring the West down, which is why as Russia and as China build up to a cashless society, what we are seeing is the United States being held back, not just because there's going to be major pushback, which there will. The American people are smart. And I truly still believe in them. But what we are seeing now is where we, they want to make sure that the American people are completely left in the dark so that the IMF can then make our economic dollar, our dollar, I'll just say that, make our economic um, liberation as individuals almost near impossible. And that falls in line with the way Russia is handling the war in Ukraine right now. And it falls in line with China in just over two decades. The Chinese military, you know, the People's Liberation Army, has mustered one of the mightiest navies in the world. And that um, almost holds second to none to the American Navy. And when I mean second to none, I mean we are the second. China's Navy it might just now be the first. Now, um, so while Russia and China get really close in bed, and I mean really close to bed, ladies and gentlemen. I mean soldier boy close to bed. <laughs> the most recent pig scene of the two. Now, if you're wondering if this has ever been going on, well, ladies and gentlemen, this is kind of why I always like going back into history. And if we are more students of history, we are more able to see the future, okay? So... Listen to me real quick. So China and Russia have not been this close since communist Chinese leader Mao Zedong's Moscow meeting with the Soviet Union's Joseph Stalin in December of 1949. And 
that was the first meeting. And then again, in a Vladimir Putin summit in Beijing with uh, Jean Lengpang, Jiang Kangpang Dang, uh, just this last month. But what's really interesting about all of this is the Orwellian predictions by these devils in Germany and Russia. And one of them predicted something a lot like this. In, in, in an academic essay published in 1904, this is what was transcribed and this is what was stated. When the Trans-Siberian Railway was completing its 5,700-mile crawl from Moscow to Vladivostok, Mackender, uh, Mackender argued that future rails would knit Euro-Asia into a unitarian landmass that, along with Africa, he dubbed the Tricontinental World Island. When that day came, Russia, an alliance with another land power like Germany and, or in our time, China and Germany, could expand across Euro-Asia's endless central heartland allowing what the predicted what he predicted the use of a vast continental resources of fleet, for fleet building this is literally wrote, written in 1904 so let me let me just cuz i might have messed that up the use of a vast continental resources for fleet building and the empire of the world from which it has never seen who rules east europe commands the heartland he wrote and who rules the heartland commands the world island. Who rules the world island commands the world. Now, does that sound anywhere near like with what we are kind of see fall in line with China, Russia, Germany, and Ukraine? Does that at all kind of see it? it if it doesn't, then let me read off. Let me just read that off to you guys just one more time, okay? MacEnder argued that the future rails would knit Eurasia into a unitarian landmass that along with Africa, he dubbed the Tricontinental World Island. When that day came, Russia, an alliance with another land power like Germany and or, and or China, could expand across Eurasia's endless central heartland, allowing what he predicted the use of a vast continental resources for fleet building. Fleet building and the empire of the world from which it has never seen before. Now, who rules East? Europe commands the heartland, he wrote. Who rules the heartland commands the world island. Who rules the world island commands the world. So what we are seeing, especially with China and Russia, and then Saudi Arabia just now coming out and saying we want to buy and uh, go for crypto, some type of digital currency for Russia and China, boosting their economies far up to none second, just, just it, it boosted them literally within seconds. Back to where, they're almost back to where they, before they even were started. They're all good. And these are just our opinions, by the way, just our opinions. And with Germany is stating that we plan to rebuild our Military, which has not been done since before the end of World War One, and we all know how that how that went. You know, and if if you if you guys don't think we are in some trouble, and like when the shit hits the fan, you're gonna have to go run off. You're just gonna go run off to the redwoods. You know what? 
There's smart dust all across the redwoods. You're not going to be able to survive in there. They'll hunt you down because they have cameras all across the redwoods. It's not going to be like that, ladies and gentlemen. There is nowhere to run. So while these devils make these Orwellian predictions, like I've already stated, and that seem to fall in line with what we are seeing now, which is why, ladies and gentlemen, I always try my hardest to go right back into history. Because you would be surprised on how many times history repeats itself. You would be damn surprised. You know, so um, getting in to some more news. Even charging him for uh, operating as an unlicensed security guard. Nothing. Completely dropped. No charges, no convictions, no plea whatsoever. It's, in, it's, it's outlandish. It's insane. And that, to me, says it all. It's not a matter of, well, we don't have a strong enough case. Oh, you have a strong enough case for lesser charges? Absolutely. Because this man basically aggressed initially uh, Lee Keltner and went for his... Lee Keltner had a, had a, a firearm in his you know, a, in a shoulder holster under his vest. And you see in pictures, you see Doloff grabbing for that or reaching for that, right? And then uh, Keltner slaps him, smacks him across the face, uh, knocks his hat and glasses down, and then he begins to back off. And he's got bear spray in his hand, and and he's backing off, you know, backing away, as and you know, it raises the can, and then this guy just blo- it, one shot. That's all it took, one shot right through the eye, murdered him in cold blood. Because I'm sorry, I don't know where in in, in God's earth anyone would consider a man backing off with a, a can of yeah. Now, um, Denver prosecutors decided to drop the murder charge they filed against an unlicensed security guard who fatally shot a man at a 2020 political rally. And wow, I have no idea. Uh, but, but I do know I do have an idea. So scratch that. Because the DA, um, the DA was a paid George Soros, um, a, a George Soros paid DA. I mean, which um, makes perfect sense. And it amazes me how how. Georgie can judgey. He can he can be so fluent about yeah. No, I'm paying off your DAs in America to let criminals go, and most of our police forces either I don't know if their hands are tied. I don't know how that works out. I'm going to be honest. But what I do know is maybe you guys should start putting a lot of pressure on Georgie, and that's just my opinion because he's um, in my opinion what it seems to me is. He has openly stated, no, I'm paying DA agents to push what my ideology states, which is completely socialism and destruction of the West. He hates the West. And what they're saying is the victim's very threatening actions fueled the decision to drop the murder charge in Denver protests in the Denver protest shooting. Well, sweet Mary, we are all in some serious trouble if that can go down i honestly i i i want to i, I really want to state this we um we are and i'm not and i'm not um you know looking for anyone to feel bad there's you know there's very heavy reasons and i take i take strong responsibility and i take i take very very um passion to doing my job but man we take very very big chances on bringing you this information it's very 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 um Let's just say, uh, you know, you get put on a radar pretty, pretty quick for telling the truth. Because in a world of the fallen, telling the truth is a revolutionary idea. You with satellites and following you around all over the place. Uh, 
I think that might be a little far-fetched right now, but uh, in the future it could become more and more realistic. In England right now, they've got cameras all over the place. I'll tell you what the problem is. They've got cameras everywhere, everywhere on corners, um, and there's even a slogan that's so Orwellian. The London transportation campaign is called Secure Beneath the Watchful Eyes. There's a fascinating field called nanotechnology. As things get smaller and smaller and smaller, an incredible amount of information can be packed into these tiny machines. They're called smart dust. They aren't really as small as dust yet, but they will be in the future. They can help protect the environment, track down terrorists, give our soldiers an edge in battle. But they could also help Big Brother track every detail of our lives. Here's Galen Tethro with today's CBN News Focus Report. In July, graduate students at the University of California, Berkeley, were busy scaling the arboreal heights to place smart dust units in majestic redwoods. Berkeley biologist Ted Dawson directs the project. By being able to put these out in the environment and get a much more high-resolution, three-dimensional picture of what's going on in the environment will really let us do ecology that we couldn't have done before this technology was out there. Being armed with mass quantities of this better data could mean healthier and more productive forests, improved climates in our cities using strategically placed trees, and enhanced food crops by having the facts to improve their growth patterns. It could also mean enhanced surveillance. That's good if you're looking for terrorists, not so good if you're peeping at innocent citizens. But more about that in a minute. What is smart dust? A computer, the brains to store data, process it, and run the unit. Sensors, to gauge factors like light, heat, and humidity. Low power, so they don't need bulky energy sources. Further enhancing, miniaturization. Small means more useful and more portable. A radio, provides interactivity. Units can send or receive information and instructions. Dawson describes the importance of the radio in this wireless system. It's networks of sensors that are actually talking to each other, and it's almost like a bucket brigade. One tosses its information off to the next one, the next one tosses it off to the repeater, and all of that gets gathered by a central computer that stores the information for us. And smart dust researchers are planning to add mechanical components so the smart dust can fly or crawl on demand, adding new meaning to the term buggy device for both surveillance and science. Unlike actual insects, smart bugs could crawl into earthquake devastation, find survivors, and relay their exact locations to rescuers. And smart dust deployed across a battlefield could give all the details necessary to target and destroy an enemy. Smart units are growing smaller and smaller, though not small enough yet to qualify literally as smart dust. It's probably a hundred times smaller than the normal meteorological stations that we would stick out either on the forest floor or up in the top of the redwood canopies that we're studying. Um, that generally was would cost anywhere from $2,500 to $3,000 to have a fully outfitted MET station. The cost for these is only a tenth of that. And with the smaller size, you might say these units are a thousand times better than the old bulky units with all their hard wiring. Berkeley Electrical Engineering PhD student Brian Leibowitz showed us a prototype that's even smaller than the guts of the weather station, and a picture of a test unit that's only a fraction of the size of a penny. And he showed us these blow-ups of tiny motors that are in reality only the diameter of a human hair. Many of these applications will appear in the home. There's no question in one way or another, uh, they'll integrate uh, deeper and deeper into uh, products that you already have. 
Uh, ultimately, they'll be everywhere. Meanwhile, Dale Hitt, chief executive of Digital Sun, has just finished developing a smart dust type technology that ties into existing sprinkler controls. Berkeley Law and Technology professor Dieter Mulligan says we might all think of positive uses for smart dust, but microtechnologies will gather more than just your name, address, and credit card number. Potentially, it's, you know, how much heat is your body radiating and how fast do you walk down the street and, you know, lots of different kinds of data that we've never thought about. While some of that has potential for health status data, most of the time you won't even know the data is being collected. A thief with access to how fast you'll reach a certain point could conveniently rob you there. In the wider picture, Mulligan says the current legal framework doesn't much limit, say, government agencies with privacy rules. That would govern how they use this data, in what instances they disclose the data, under what standards law enforcement gets access to the data, under what standard private parties can subpoena the data. And that potential for surveillance could fulfill George Orwell's vision of Big Brother in his novel 1984. The telescreen received and transmitted simultaneously. Any sound that Winston made above the level of a very low whisper would be picked up by it. There was, of course, no way of knowing whether you were being watched at any given moment. So, Denver District Attorney Beth McCain, which you remember that name, for future events because um, we uh, have some more information on Attorney Beth McCain, and you will shit yourself here soon. So she uh, said in an interview Friday that her office did not believe it could prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the guard, Matthew uh, Dahloff, wasn't reasonably acting in self-defense when he shot and killed Lee Keltner. And, you know, it raises the can, and then this guy just blew it. One shot, that's all it took, one shot right through the eye, murdered him in cold blood. Because I'm sorry, I don't know where in, in, in God's earth anyone would consider a man backing off with a, a can of meat. Yeah. Uh, no. That honestly is the farthest thing from the truth. Um, that, and, and, and I, I don't, I, I'm trying to, I, this isn't just me being you know, on the right side. I, I don't play that. I don't play that stuff like that. I don't take sides, guys. I believe in, I take the side of God. You understand, do you understand what I'm saying to you? <laughs> I know, right? I, I, seriously, guys, I, I take, I take God's side, God's side before anyone else. All right, so I, I don't, I don't do that, you know, left, right side, ladies and gentlemen. When you get this news here, when I am giving you this information, this future news, because I've been talking about China being involved in Ukraine for a long time, and it just now take, it's just now took CNN and a lot of other pub, mainstream publications and even some alternative news to start talking about it. But we here at Subliminal Message Studios, we have been telling you guys what's been really going on with China and Russia for a long time. And now we are telling you China is going to get caught giving Russians certain types of jets. And that is going to, um, that's, that's really, really going to kick things off, guys. You know, and what bothers me most about this case is how it was openly... It, it's not like there's nothing in the video that was like, oh, no, no, you can see how, you know what I mean? There, no, like that. <laughs> Keltner didn't even, he didn't have a firearm. Now, do I believe, uh, do I believe in self-defense and all this and that? Yeah, and I don't want to hear anything about um, Doloff say, oh, it was my Second Amendment. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. Now, um, Doloff, 32, shot and killed Keltner. 49 on October 10th, 2020. 
after Kellner yelled at the radical left Doloff while covering two opposing political rallies in Denver's Civic Center. One demonstration featured conservative patriot rally attendees. That group was met by left-leaning counter-protesters. And ladies and gentlemen, I truthfully want to state that our hearts here at Subliminal Message Studios go out to him and his family. It's situations like that that we need to make the American people aware of the political system. And how some of these some of these elitists are openly able to pay off judges, DA agents. And do they get brought up on charges, bribery charges, something? No. Nothing happens because they're in the group and you are. And speaking of uh, you know, speaking of that, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna go to one of our sponsors real quick, so just bear with me. Um, just yeah, we can go ahead and run it. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place, letting your voice be heard to the world. Anchor has the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, so let us get it going. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is anchor.fm to get started, ladies and gentlemen. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So let your voice be heard. Stand up for freedom. Stand up for injustice. And fight for your family. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So getting into some further news. Zelensky is once again at the center of the stage, facing Congress and pleading for their help. Some, some people are talking about trying to avoid the escalation. And at the same time, in response to our aspiration to become members of nature, we also do not hear a clear answer. Sometimes we don't see obvious things. It's a, it's a dire straits, but it also allowed us to see who our real friends are over the last 20 days and as well eight previous years. I'm sure that you've been able to see clearly what's going on. And I'm addressing all of you. Canada has always been steadfast in their support. It's, you've been a reliable partner to Ukraine and Ukrainians, and I'm sure this will continue. You've offered your help, your assistance at the, our earliest request. You supply us with the military assistance, with humanitarian assistance. You've imposed severe sanctions, serious sanctions. At the same time, we see that, unfortunately, this, this it did not bring the end to the war. You, see, you can see that our cities like Kharkiv, Mariupol and many other cities are not protected just like your cities are protected, Edmonton, Vancouver. You can see that Kyiv is being shelled and bombed, Ivanofran city, Ivanofran caves. 
we were very peaceful country, peaceful cities, but now they're being constantly bombarded. bombarded. Basically, what I'm trying to say that we all need to do, you all need to do more to stop Russia, to protect Ukraine, and by doing that, to protect Europe from Russian threat. They're destroying everything, memorial complexes, schools, uh, hospitals, uh, uh, housing complex. They already killed 97 Ukrainian children. We are not asking for much. We are asking for justice, for real support, which will help us to prevail, to defend, to save life, to save life all of the world. Canada is leading in these efforts, and I'm hoping that other countries will follow the same suit. We are asking for more of your leadership, and please take more, uh, greater part in these efforts, Justin and all of our friends of our of Ukraine, all friends of the truth, please understand how important it is for us to close our airspace from Russian missiles and Russian aircrafts. I hope you can understand. I hope you can increase your efforts. You can increase sanctions so they don't so they will not have a single dollar to fund their war effort. Commercial entities should not be working in Russia. Probably you know better than many in any other countries that this attack on Ukraine, it's an, their attempt to annihilate Ukrainian people and there is nothing else to it. This is their main objective. It's actually the war against Ukrainian people. And it's an attempt to destroy everything that we as Ukrainians do. It's an attempt to destroy our future, to destroy our nation, our character. You Canadians, you know very well all this. That's why I'm asking you, please do not stop in your efforts. Please expand your efforts to bring back peace in our peaceful country. I believe and I know that you can do it. And we are building, we are part of the anti-war coalition and jointly I'm sure that we'll achieve results. I would like to also ask our Ukrainian diaspora in Canada. This is a historical moment and we need your support, your practical support. And we hope that with your practical steps you will show that you are part of the modern Ukrainian history. Please remember, this is a, a practical modern-day history of Ukraine. We want to live, we want to have peace. This is literally right before he told the EU, he doesn't want to join NATO, I don't want to join NATO, because I am worried that the Russians will keep on kicking me in my bubble. I have no idea, but this is all, I just want to say it again, this, these are all just our opinions, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we can't say this for a fact. <laughs> but honestly, like, it matters at this point. You know what I mean? Does it really? You know what I'm saying, Jake? Like, does it? It doesn't matter. We don't We don't need um, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky to force our Congress into giving him military troops and giving him jets that... Russia has already stated, no, we will um, put up nuclear arms.
which is why they put their um, nuclear um, their nuclear command on um, alert on February 27th. That wasn't uh, made up. That's actually what they did. Yeah, that's serious. That's serious you know, that's been done for a very long time. So, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, the guy that has uh, sexual butt relations with Trudeau, just our opinions. Just our opinions. He will address the U.S. Congress in his latest video speech as he uses the West's great legislative bodies as a global stage to orchestrate support against Russia's supposedly crushing invasion. During his speech, he was invoking Shakespeare's hero last week. God, he's such a Shakespeare, isn't he? He is just such a mounting pile of dog and dong poop. So he asked the British House of Commons whether Ukraine is to be or not to be on Tuesday. He appealed to uh, Dear Justin as he addressed the Canadian Parliament and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. I told you they had a sexual Canadian but relationship. Just our opinions. Zelensky called on European Union leaders at the start of the war to do the politically unthinkable and fast-track Ukrainians' membership, and as he continued to push for more help to save his Nazi regime, just our opinion, I mean democracy, okay? Chill out. World leaders have so far pledged to do just that. Like I said, there is some kind of, you know, I, I, I kind of, and I'm not knocking them, this isn't, this, I'm not, not saying anything, you know what I mean? But, you know, it turned out that you're, oh, and Zelensky was, um, how do you say, getting busy, knocking uh, Kempel out in Ukraine? You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever you want to say. But you know what's really, really interesting is Biden will deliver his own address following Zelensky's speech, in which he is expected to announce an additional eight hundred million in security assistance to the Azov regime, the Nazi regime, Ukraine, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Just our opinion. Now, what about what Putin said? Literally, I, 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 I'm sorry I had a stutter there, and that was my um, Georgie um, stutter, but literally Ukraine just, or you, not Ukraine, but Russia, Russia literally just stated if anyone, whoever is caught sending guns into Ukraine, we are going to now bomb the escorts. So, what we know about NATO is since NATO is not on the offensive, but NATO can go on the defensive if someone strikes them first, right? Immediately. And ladies and gentlemen, it gets deeper than that, okay? And it what I mean by it gets deeper than that, it, it, it gets it gets scary on how they're I'm, I basically, I'm going to break down on how the United States is going to escalate NATO into the war first. Germany is going to break away from NATO. And you know what, guys? Let's just go to a quick break right quick. Let's go to a sponsor, and then we'll go to a quick break, and then we'll see you right back here, here in a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, because we have some absolute, absolutely bomb, bombshell news. And keep in mind, you are always getting future news today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need 
all in one place, letting your voice be heard to the world. Anchor has the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, so let's get it going. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is anchor.fm to get started, ladies and gentlemen. And when the hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So let your voice be heard. Stand up for freedom. Stand up for injustice. And fight for your family. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and this is Subliminal Message Studios. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and please share these videos everywhere, because we are really, really giving you future news today. That's not just a you know a hook, by the way. What we have stated about China has came true, not just because you know we're some magical predictors or something like that, not, not because I am either. When I say we should all be students of history, all I'm really, really doing is looking at looking at certain textbooks, um, mainly the globalist textbooks, and not only that, I'm looking back in history and seeing how some of these wars um, that have started in China and in Russia have progressed in um, ancient times and throughout um, you know the 1700s, 1800s, all all throughout different parts of the history and studying uh, and, uh, and also studying uh, military um, military military books too. You know what I mean? And seeing how wars are fought and it's not. You really don't have to be a wizard to see what's coming next. I don't know how else to say that. Breaking that down as easy as I can, ladies and gentlemen. So, in other news, Russia has sanctioned Biden and Hillary Clinton and ample amounts of other retarded Democrats. And, of course, that was just my opinion by calling them retarded Democrats. Um, but, you know, they sure are, um, yeah. Uh, let's just move on. Now, um, Tuesday, Vladimir Putin announced sanctions on President Biden, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, White House Press Secretary, Press Secretary Jane Sakatumi. It also included Hillary Clinton, the former Democratic presidential nominee, as well as Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, Deputy Treasury Secretary Wally Adhemio. Adhemio. How the hell do you say your name, man? You probably got made fun of a lot when you were growing up with a last name like that. A lot of emo jokes, I'm guessing. I know I would have made jokes against you. I just like making fun of you, Andrew. And National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. That's basically like every single witch in the Blair Witch Project right there. Get rid of all of them, man. What we really need to do, ladies and gentlemen, is convince all of these people to go to Russia. Okay, I'm, I'm just kidding, honestly. I was just kidding. Slow joke there. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, the sanctions on the American officials are expected to bar them from traveling to Russia and freeze any assets they hold there. Crap, Hillary, I hope to God you got all of your um, computer servers out of Ukraine. But, that does not matter. You see, Hillary Clinton, she's already stated she thanks Russia for their achievement award and sanctions 
which is another way of her saying, go ahead and bomb the crap out of America. It's what I want. Ladies and gentlemen, since the start of the war, the United States has imposed sanctions on more than 200 Russian people and entities. According to a tracker by the Brookings Institute, in addition, it has frozen the country's bank reserves, curbed its technology imports, and cut off its oil and gas exports to the United States. All of it had absolutely no effect on Russia. It only affected the American people, ladies and gentlemen. But this, of course, is just my opinions. These are... Um, this is how I feel, I guess, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, apparently most of the database all over the World Wide Web and most of the American people feel the same way. But we'll move past that, okay? With the Biden administration reducing U.S. energy supply by limiting natural gas leasing and cutting off the Keystone XL pipeline, and to add on to that, they're going even further in January, in January 2021. President Joe Biden appointed Glick to the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. In September, the president selected former Washington, D.C. Public Service Commissioner Chairman Willie Phillips to join FERC, giving Democrats majority control of the five-person commission. As a result of the left now having control of the FERC, the Biden administration just altered the official federal policy on approving new interstate natural gas facilities and pipelines. But, of course, it is not true that the Biden administration or that DHS or the ATF or um, the NSA, it is none of it's true, okay? The NSA isn't watching you. The ATF isn't suppressing um, legal law-abiding citizens from obtaining silencers. The Biden administration didn't sick the DHS on us call 98% of Americans terrorists, even though they already did. They just revamped the way they said it. And the eight, you know, we just screw it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's, how am I going to say this? Um, you know, we might be in some serious trouble. We might be in some serious, serious trouble, especially with this energy um, energy uh, crisis, you know what I mean? And the complete lack of fertil uh, the artificial fertilizer, wait until that really, really, really kicks on. I mean, you think high, high um, gas prices or something for you to worry about? Wait until there's absolutely no food on the shelves. Wait until even the rich are having trouble. And when I say the rich, I mean the well-off. Technically, it's not even the rich. I mean, you might be well-off if you're a freaking millionaire. Even sometimes a billionaire does nowadays. That's kind of well-off, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people have this complete... They have this... It's because of Hollywood and other stuff like... And other movies that have been produced in Hollywood, but they... The general population has this assumption that if you're a millionaire, you're you're obviously you're golden, you're good. The most it seems to me that general the general people do not understand economics. And when I mean economics, I mean the generalization of it, how inflation works, you know, um, how um, how the IMF um, colludes with the, you know the American system, how the World Reserve, the American World Reserve works. It's it's all, it's it's not simple, I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? I suck at math. I'm being that honest. I absolutely suck at math. But I'm very, very good at reading and understanding, comprehending, very analytical. 
which, like I said before, is just one of the reasons why I am kind of very, very good at this show. Now, in 2004, Ukraine commissioned two large new reactors. So before I even get into this, because I'm going to give you a breakdown of all of some of the other major countries that are building nuclear reactors, energy reactors, all sorts. They're, they're building shit, okay? Listen to this, guys. In 2004, Ukraine commissioned two large new reactors. The government plans to maintain the nuclear share and electricity production in 2030. And in China, China is working on building an additional nuclear power plants, and many could be completed by 2060. Saudi Arabia, they currently have plans to construct two large nuclear power reactors. The country had projected 17 GWE if nuclear capacity by 2040. Now, what difference does it make if we are not building any nuclear power plants, if we're not fracking? What difference does any of that make when the rest of the known fucking world is screw expanding? They're not expanding. They're ripping, they're ripping apart the universe. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if what point of it, what point is it for us to have any of these sanctions on the United States, any of these rules or regulations that forbid supposedly oil companies from re-drilling or drilling new oil sites, even though Jin Saki has come out multiple times and she's come out and just given us this lack-ass excuse by lying to the American people, by telling them the truth, which is exactly what they do. Like Jin Saki said, these oil companies have thousands of permits that they could drill. That's what she said. First, sorry, second part was a lie, that they could drill. First part was the truth. A lot of oil companies, a lot of mom-and-pop oil companies included, do have thousands of permits. Yeah, very true. They've already drilled them. Nothing was there, so they moved on. That doesn't mean that area that they just bought up just goes away. They don't just sell it immediately. It takes time. So when Jin Saki is saying these kind of things, this is what I mean. They lie to you, but they tell you the truth at the exact same time. But if you thought our Congress was working to ensure the safety of this nation, that is not the case. It's, it's brainstorming of ways to ensure we will all go to war with Russia. And that falls in line with, it, that falls in line with this exactly what I said on my last episode. You know, the, the information... This information, ladies and gentlemen, is honestly, honestly ahead of its time. It's ahead of a most mainstream, if not all mainstream, and some alternative news outlets. There are a few of them that are a little uh, ahead of us. They have way more money than you know than we have, and they have better you know than, you know a lot of stuff. We're still growing, you know what I mean. But make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen, we will get there at a faster rate than I guarantee they they ever did. And that's not because, uh, you know, we're going to take and sell out. No, that's because we're that damn good at giving information and predicting what's going to happen. Like we already did with China. And now, like I said before, after this, the, uh, China gets caught giving Russia the specific type of planes or jets. They're not going to be nuclear warhead type of jets. They're going to get caught giving them different types of jets. NATO is... You know what, I can't, I'm going to explain how this 
we're going to get to what's really, really going to kick this off, all right? So the U.S. Senate approves the resolution probing Putin for war crimes. That is bombshell, ladies and gentlemen, because if our Congress in the United States can convict Putin of war crimes, that means NATO no longer has to stay on the defensive. Then, of course, this is just my opinion, even though I'm about to give you a history lesson real quick. So let me just reiterate what our, um, our, our the U.S. Senate um, just approved. They just approved the resolution uh, probing Putin for war crimes. So the great question is, I'm sure a lot of you are asking, what does that mean? Ladies and gentlemen, we need to look at history once again. In 1946, the United Nations General Assembly had confirmed these principles of international law and began to create resolutions which set forth punishment for persons or government guilty of war crimes and crimes against humanity. Today, most war crimes are now punishable in two ways, death or long-term imprisonment. You see how this works? Do you see how this works, ladies and gentlemen? You see how these, the, these they're smart. I'm not going to lie. They are smart as hell by issuing Putin as a war criminal. <clears throat> because now, NATO no longer has to not only stay on the defensive, they can go on the offensive because now Putin is deemed a war, a, a, a war criminal. That gives NATO the opposition. That gives NATO the reason saying that we no longer have to go on the defensive. We have someone, a war criminal, that we need to obtain because he's creating. And under international law, under international law, they can commence World War III, ladies and gentlemen. So it's just like the, the medical industry getting together. Not only forced vaccinations. I know a lot of people are getting Stuck up on that. I, I, I get it. I understand that. But what I advise you to really, really start to look into is the way the medical industry is diagnosing people that they are deeming crazy. They under and Here in Nebraska, they just pushed through a law that says, I'm going to try to put it in the simplest terms, basically stating um, if they think you're crazy, they can take your guns away, they can put you in jail, or they can hold you against your will, they can take your children if they think you're crazy. If this if the CDC or someone other entity deems you crazy or they think you're unstable, and they never ever, here's the kicker, they never ever put in the transcript of, well, what do you mean by unstable? His political views? Oh, that's all in the card, ain't it? Maybe he really loves um, really, really loves guns. He just loves collecting guns. Yeah, your ass is on the card. Maybe you really, really love the Constitution. Maybe you just pay attention to politics and you're very passionate about speaking about today's politics. Yeah, you can be found completely fucking insane right now. And those laws are being pressed and pushed all across the United States of America. So, if you want to put that pipe down that federal crack pipe, I mean, and then reload it with what I just told you. 
I think you should smoke it right before we get into this next um, uh, um, information. So, the bipartisan measure from Senator Lindsey Graham, of course, RSC says the Senate strongly condemns the violence of war crimes, crimes against humanity, being carried out Russian out, out by the Russian military forces under Putin's direction. Well, of course, they say the most oxymoronic thing. Who the hell is it supposed to be? Who's supposed to be directing the military? Lindsey Graham? Who do you, what do you think Putin's doing? Is he just like getting his balls licked by some, like, you know, like, what, what do you think he's doing? Who do you think is directing it? Putin and his military, his military officials, just like we would. So I just, I, I love how they give the American people, once again, the stupidest, the, they say the stupidest, dumbest shit, and they expect the American people to be like, oh, yeah, of course, that's smart as hell. Every military in the world does that, especially if there's a dictator involved in that country. <laughs> in our opinion, that might be Zelensky. It encourages international criminal courts to investigate Putin, his Security Council, and military leaders for possible war crimes. The measure was approved swiftly and without dissent as lawmakers and Congress continue to muscle a bipartisan show of force against Russia war in Ukraine. This was first introduced almost two weeks ago. The Senate resolution would carry the force of law. But of course, in first transcript, they are saying this resolution would not carry the force of law. All right. That is what they are transcribing to, to say right now. We are going to give you the future news. Of course, these are just our opinions. They are going to go in and modify that resolution under international law by the NATO, and then they are going to reissue it to be under the congressional force of law, which then NATO can no longer be on the defensive. They can then go on the offensive and do what Zelensky wants Trudeau to do. Go downstairs, you know, Jinsaki, sludge boy. And it's another example of Congress providing the Biden administration political support to take a tough line against Putin, by the way. But of course, this has nothing to do with taking a tough line with Putin. This has everything to do with shutting down the West. But of course, these are just our opinions. But if you want to know where it goes from here, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you where it goes from here. They are going to retranscribe the resolution that they just passed for making Putin out to be a war, a war criminal. NATO is going to be head set in that by convincing the United States to give ultimate power to NATO using our troops. Not our military, but our troops, which has happened plenty of times throughout um, since NATO and uh, the United Nations conception after World War II during the Nuremberg trials, obviously. Now, Operation Paperclip and Operation Gladio, this is where these two old operations that were happening so long ago, well, this is where we are going to feel the effects of these things. These soldiers from Operation Gladio, while they have already come out during the Ukraine bombing and during this Ukraine and Russian war, they are going to advance in and start the bombings into America. So wait for police stations to start getting blown up here soon, and I'm not kidding by that. They are going to do it. 
George Soros is paying off not only DA agents now, he is going after paying off the smartest thing he could do, is now going after paying off the medical sector to start channeling certain what they or what they deem they're channeling terrorist organizations is what they're going to start putting on the news. And those terrorist organizations are going to be people like me, uh, loving family, loving family members that believe in the Constitution. So make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen, the way this is being transcribed, and you're hearing this first at Subliminal Message Studios, we try to warn the public about China and how it's already involved in it. So we can then transcribe to you what's going to happen next. And I'm hoping now that mainstream media has started to openly admit to it, we are hoping, honest to God, that people will really catch on to what we are trying to give them and make them more aware so then they can better prepare themselves to survive in a world that is gripped by the devil's hand. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to a quick sponsor real quick, and then we will cover up with some more news, ladies and gentlemen, because make no mistake, what is being introduced right now as we speak, there is no coincidences. Zelensky going in front of a, um, going and having a speech, he did that right, exactly at the right time when Congress was passing their resolution to confirm Putin as a war crime, uh, as a war criminal. Do you think he made that speech to really, really supposedly urge Congress in particular? that you guys need to shut down the skies of Ukraine, even though that everyone knows, Polish advisors, Polish Polish Democrats, Polish UN fucking agents have, excuse my language, have openly stated, if you close the skies of Ukraine, Russia will start nuking. They will. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, I'm going to say this has nothing to do with me, um, wanting you to be Christian. But what I will say is you might want to get right with whatever you have done, the wrongdoings that you are doing right now. You might want to get right with Jesus. That's all I'm going to say. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to a sponsor real quick, and then we'll be right back. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place, letting your voice be heard to the world. Anchor has the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So let's get it going. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is anchor.fm to get started, ladies and gentlemen. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So let your voice be heard. Stand up for freedom. Stand up for injustice. And fight for your family. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I I wish, you know what I mean, I um, I could leave so much of that information right there because... There has been so much there has been so much going on in today's world and I've always stated that as much as we want to be aware of what is going on in today's world, we also want to 
keep balance in between the two. Meaning, we always don't want to focus on the dim, the grim, the light, you know, or the dim, the grim, the dark. There has to be laughter, joy. You see what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? Which is why I kind of wanted to go to more of a lighter side of the news. And I really, 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 really want to start with this right here. Of course, I'll be watching it later. Honestly, that's like really, 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 really funny. And I also love how the anchor actually made that face. Like they cut to him. I could, I wonder, you know, just real quick, you know, making a joke. I honestly kind of wonder if they, they, you know, like after recording it or if that was done live. Either way, they can still cut that part out real quick. They can cut that part out and then add on to it. You know what I mean? Even if it's live. There's ways to do that. But I honestly wonder if they, you know what I mean, they saw it and they watched it for themselves while watching live. And the, the CEO of that company was just like, oh, that's some funny shit. Keep it. We are going to get plenty of plays on YouTube. The fact that they showed Joe Biden. They showed Joe Biden right when they just so happened to say a seven-year-old, a seven-year-old man was caught trying to touch little girls, and then it's Joe Biden smiling. That's honestly freaking hilarious. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that, which is kind of why I wanted to play that. But you know what's even more sickening about that? And in our opinion, um, that might not be too far fetched. You know, a little, a little pedophilia in the White House, like it's not happened before. In our opinion, though. Then, uh, you know, to go on and um, really, really, uh, to go in further, kind of, guys, you know, and, and like I said, I'm going to try to stick with the lighter uh, side of the news, but after all, you know what I mean, um, some of this news in today's world, I don't even know how we are going to call it light, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of that, the sheriffs in um, Nebraska are thinking it's illegal to run for a governor uh, while wearing a police outfit. And I'm not lying about that. So the sheriffs of Nebraska have been uh, catching a little slack. And no, I'm not going to say which which department or anything like that. I, I don't get into that. You know what I'm saying? But let's just say they endorsed a candidate. Uh, and soon after, a bunch of uh, sissies from the left side and some from the right side started crying, saying, he um, uh, saying that the police shouldn't be in police uniforms endorsing um, political candidates, even though there is, it's amazing how the left candidates, they can have Black Lives Matter, they can go to Black Lives Matter riots and even help them hit police over the head with cans of soup, with bricks, with bottles of piss. But of course, these are all just our opinions. It makes me sick. Which that means about um, they are about to lock up a lot of Omaha Nebraska citizens, right? Because most of most of us here, guys, in Nebraska, I don't know if you guys know this, but most of us here in Nebraska, we do support the blue. We uh, uh, we have most of most of us have somewhat good relationship uh, relationships with them. I know I know I I would like to think I do, but I'm sure most of you would you know like to think the same. And thank God for that. After all. The last thing that the general population wants to start doing is thinking the police are going to kill them. <laughs> What's my fault online with Joe Biden uh, uh, telling the DHS, like, you know, stick them. I can't. 
I don't want to say it to my dog because last time I said sick him to my dog, that motherfucker went bit a secret service agent. So, okay, guys. All right, just let me uh, get forward to this. All right, so uh, the Nebraska Lieutenant Governor Mike Foley leaned into a budding political rift Tuesday between him and his boss. That was Governor Pete Ricketts. And, um, man, honestly, when that dude goes hard, it's, it's funny as hell. So listen to this, guys. Governor Pete Ricketts uh, fully endorsed Republican Charles Herbster for governor, in which Ricketts went off on him, possibly making him look completely, completely and utterly retarded and dumb. Now, he said Foley had made a mistake. Ricketts said governors promote their states to businesses, owners, and other states. But Herbster, he said, grew jobs elsewhere. The governor also criticized Serpster for making late payments on personal and business property taxes nearly 600 times. The governor, the governor said Herbster acts as if one set of rules applies to him and another set to the rest of Nebraskans. I crap you not, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I love that guy. I, I really, really do. Because he was basically telling, you know, he was basically telling him, you know what I mean, I didn't want to say it, but I honestly love Ricketts, man. I'm really, really going to miss you, dog. <clears throat> really, really going to miss you. But I'm sure there's a lot of left sissy Democrats that are just praying for the day that you leave office. And I am so ashamed that you leave office. But I can see why you're endorsing the candidate you are. I can see that. All right? No. He goes on by saying, nobody believes Charles Herbster doesn't have the money. He's got the money. He's rich. He can afford to pay his property taxes. He should do that because when you don't pay your property taxes, that puts more burden on everybody else who is following the law. And I literally, literally can just like, basically what he was saying is what you should do is put a cigar in your mouth and put one of those gangster hats on and be like, hey, you can't catch me, coppers. Nah, you know, that's basically what Rick had said you should do. So, Tuesday was the second time Ricketts and Foley have disagreed on a major race this cycle. Ricketts endorsed State Senator Mike Flood of Norfolk and Nebraska's first congressional district race. Foley endorsed nine-term U.S. Republican Jeff Fortenberry. And we have covered him, ladies and gentlemen, haven't we? Mm-hmm. You see how that works out? The congressman faces a federal trial this week on federal charges. You see, uh, apparently he lied to federal uh, investigators about a foreign campaign contribution. And whether or not he was, he, he, he took the bribe, you know, and, 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 I, and I'm not downplaying anything that uh, Fortenberry was, um, you know, whether or not he lied, um, you know, pr- uh, Directly or not directly, but he lied on purpose to the federal investigators. You know, that's that's irregardless. What I'm simply trying to say is it's not the crime of the century. You know, and I think while George Soros is paying off DA agents, openly talking about it, too. And then those same DA agents are letting pedophiles, murderers out. The police are doing nothing. So what, what do you think that is saying to the American people? And it's, this is, most of, most of you guys know, I, I've stated this multiple times. I, I support the, the blue very, very, um, very much. And there's reasons for that um, that I, 
I'm not going to go into obviously right here on air. Maybe someday we will. But um, it it's it's getting to the point where the American people are seeing these things and they're thinking to themselves, well, why why is a is a um, a, a a Republican senator being brought down by federal prosecutors and this and that when we have someone that's not even uh, American and cares nothing and has been caught in multiple other countries overthrowing their governments and laughs about it too. So it's, it's, it, it, it would, it, there's my Georgie uh, stop. It, it just, I, all I'm trying to say is, is and, and like I, like I said, it's not like I'm trying to downplay um, what he did, because after all, he could have been getting money from some African warlord, and African warlord was cutting off the tits of women, and you know that's but it's and that's just that's not just like um that's not something off of Tears of the Sun, by the way. That movie Tears of the Sun actually got that from what was happening to some of those uh, African tribes during the late sixties and um, seventies, and then on. It still happens to this day, where Afri- uh, certain warlords were cutting off the tits of women, excuse my language, and leaving them to die. So even if they were survived, they could never breastfeed their young. The babies would die soon after. And George Soros, at least in our opinion, this is our opinion, this is our opinion, George Soros is one that would fund those types of heinous acts. And what I what what makes I guess what, what what really and like I said I'm trying not to I'm trying to make this on the lighter side but like I said ladies and gentlemen the real what what is the lighter side of the news I can you know I can make jokes here and there but I, I want to make sure that I'm really really giving the direct line and like I said the direct news of what's really really coming down the pipe you know I'm gonna read off little funny articles here and there but ladies and gentlemen when I say that we are in some serious trouble. I, I, I'm being dead serious. I'm I'm being a hundred percent serious, and it's it's um it's not a game anymore, ladies and gentlemen. And I feel as if a lot of the police that are seeing this stuff, and they, maybe even they, they want to start an open investigation. But I'm guaranteeing they get shut down every single time by um, some type of you know political uh, political atmosphere, some type of restriction. Some type of, you know, oh, we can't prove that George Soros is the one that's letting, uh, paying off the agents, putting them into office. Like right now, we have um, a new sheriff that was just appointed that came out from California. First thing she does is try to prevent the Nebraska people from keeping and bearing firearms. Or the first thing she wants to do is introduce new legislation from making it more stricter from uh, for the Omaha citizens and the citizens of Nebraska in general. Make no mistake, all of these people are getting put into place. They're having speeches at the right moments. Just like Zelensky had that speech talking about, oh, we, we need they need to get the, you know, sucky sucky from Trudeau, and then, you know, you need to shut down the skies, ladies and gentlemen. But, of course, these are only our opinions. Um, you know, we, uh, I've, uh, we can't say these for a fact. It, it sucks so hard saying that, man. So, anyways... Has any of any of you um, have, have any of you? I'm sorry. Seen um, Trump's latest tweets? Because honestly, they're they're <laughs> they're really 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 hilarious. They really really are. So this is just one of them, guys. And you're gonna see them up on your screen too. This is literally just one of them. 
North Korean leader Kim Jong-il just stated that the nuclear button is on his desk at all times. Will someone from his depleted and through star regime please inform him that I too have a nuclear button, but it is much bigger and more powerful one than his. And guess what? My button works. <laughs> it's horrible. Like that's that's ridiculous, man. Like it, it's why why are the why are that's I'm getting so caught up in my words. I don't even know. I wouldn't have no idea if I was Kim Jong. I don't even know how to respond to that. Like, what do you mean? You literally sound like this. You know what you sound. You, you don't even sound like you're talking about nukes right there, dog. Now he also has this one. <laughs> Russia vows to shoot down any and all missiles fired at Syria. Get ready, Russia, because they will be coming. I honestly cannot do a very good Trump. No? Yeah, me neither. So it's just better stop. Nice and new and smart. You shouldn't be partners with a gas-killing animal who kills his people and enjoys it. Wow. Um, you know, I love how instead of the political atmosphere in today's um, world, instead of ensuring that the rest of the world do not have to um, uh, be exterminated by nuclear warheads, they are doing the exact opposite. What they are doing is having the biggest um, a dick measuring contest that we have seen in uh, present history, or at least since the Cold War, which is a fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. It's honestly fan-effing-tastic, doesn't it? No, and, and like I said, ladies and gentlemen, um, I don't like Trump. I've seen that multiple times. And I want to, I keep on wanting to be, re, I, I want to make sure people are clear with me when I say that. I don't like Trump as a person. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's him as a person. I, no, I don't like you, man. Like, you know what I mean? Not, it's not just because you're from New York, but I know full well that you really don't give a shit about the Constitution. You know what I mean? I know that for a fact. You stated it multiple times. Remember that one conversation you had with Snoop Dogg back in the 90s? We're going to have to bring that up and air that just by itself, honestly. But do I believe in, his, in what he was doing for America? Do I believe in the, the legislations that he was pushing through? 100%. We need someone that would be that bold in the United States again. Absolutely. However, I also want to say, do I think it should be Donald Trump? No. Anything he does in Congress, in being president, it will be all null and void. It will be corruptible right from the jump. Not to mention, I love how most of us, most Trump supporters, at least right now, are completely just, you know, throwing up their hands and forgetting the fact that it was Trump that first introduced the vaccines. He let it happen. You know, and that's, um, you know, and I understand, well, he's, the president doesn't really make decisions. Yes, but he could have been more open and been more informing to the American people. He chose not to do that because he was getting paid by, um, you know, I'm not even going to say it. But, of course, these are our opinions. We do not want to say this for a fact. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we have going on today is a medical tyrannical force that is establishing itself in every facet in our political industries. 
and in our higher ups corporation so that they can facilitate the two into one manifestation of absolute destruction and chaos. And it all is, it all was created a long time ago. The ideas, I mean. The, uh, the academic, the academic, uh, the academic, um, um, academic scholar of 1904 that wrote of a Euro-Asian continental that could be used to build superpowered fleets. And you know what, talking, what I'm talking about, right? So why do you think you're seeing Germany back off into NATO? And you're soon going to see Germany get out of NATO because they are going to claim that America is not a good global power anymore. The DHS will not only will be sicked on the American people, but the DHS will then begin to proactively put what they deem hard right-wingers on hit lists by medical death squads. We've only seen pictures of those squads out in Canada. These are all our opinions of what we believe the future will hold, by the way. And here soon, it will come out that China has actually not only been giving their troops and fighting into Ukraine with Russia, but they are going to get caught by giving Russia certain types of jets. What types of jets? I'm not going to go into that because, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, if you really, really want me to give you the real news, because us as American people, we've been so hooked on, we've been hooked on the glamorization of news ever since I was a kid, at least. I'll speak for my generation. Ever since I was a kid, there was a glamorization every single day. There's always something going on in the news every single day. It was a life or death situation every single day. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are at Subliminal Message Studios. We're not going to do that crap. We don't. It, it's going to take time for us to really, really, really give you what is really, really going to happen so we can give you a full, broad spec. So you then you can better prepare to save your freaking self when this war really kick, kicks off. And it's going to happen sooner than I know I would like to admit. Which is why it does truthfully matter for every single one of us and every single one of you to please share these videos everywhere out there. I don't do these things just because I want to be one of those crazy conspiracy theorists or those those popular conspiracy theories. I'm literally telling you, that's not me. I, don't, I When I first got into this, you know what I wanted to make my podcast about? What I, what I want to make my shows about? Guns. I wanted to start, I wanted to make my show all about guns. It's something I really love doing. It's something I'm passionate about, man. I, I just, I, 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 I love going shooting. I love the camaraderie that you build with other people. Like the, the brightness in people's eyes when they realize that, oh, guns aren't this ultimate mass weapon of destruction. Like the first time someone learns how to swing a good swing playing golf. There's some there's some bittersweet about that, ladies and gentlemen. So no matter how doomy and gloomy this world ever seems, and no matter how doomy and gloomy it ever seems to you, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to do this one thing is keep your faith. 
I'm not talking about happiness, man. You can be happy all you want. I'm not kidding. Happiness will always be a momentary thing, ladies and gentlemen. You understand what I'm saying to you? But what it's really, really about is keeping faith through the adversities that you will face throughout your life. Because life is a whirlpool, and it will bring you down if you do not have a rope. Ladies and gentlemen, what we have today and in this time in our history, we have the chance to make a decision. And the decisions between good and evil could not be so much more clear than it is today. Let us not drift too much into propaganda and much more into more of an evolutionary aspect of faith and love and patience and kindness and honor to one another. Let us bring every single thing that Hollywood told us this is just a movie. Why are we accepting that only those things are happening on movies? Why do we accept that? Let us bring every single thing that we have ever seen on movies, the good, honor, integrity, benevolence. Let us bring all those things to life. Do not let ever, ever, do not let anyone ever tell you that you're not good enough, ladies and gentlemen, because nowadays, nowadays, it doesn't matter who's good enough. You know what it really, really matters about is keeping the families together. And I want you to look at that as a broad spec. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean just you know, oh, the the man and the the man and the uh, woman family. No, I mean the family. You and your friends as a family, ladies and gentlemen. I want us in America to keep our families together because that is something that they do not want. Which is why they want to bring the West down. It's no longer America's politics that they are truly, truly worried about. I don't give a shit about America's politics. I don't care about that. What they really, really want to shut down is America's people. They understand that the American people will never stop believing in freedom. It's in our DNA. It is in our genes. We will die for freedom generation after generation after generation. Just piss us off once. And we have proven that all throughout history. Though we have become very, very coddled with freedom, that we have forgotten what it really, really takes to obtain it and leave it on a pedestal, which is what we must do. Fight for it. Die for it. And believe me, ladies and gentlemen, always, always keep yourself informed. I'm not lying about that. I don't, I, you know, I, like I said, guys, I don't, I don't do this stuff because I think it's cool. I am doing this stuff because there is no other future. If we did not expose the real, real agenda that is happening now, the transhumanism that they are trying to create, creating new altering diseases with gene-edited babies. And if you thought, if you thought that the two or the three kids, the three gene-edited babies that we covered in our last uh, upload, in our last episode, was the only ones in China, I want you to think again. Because this is also something that's still going to come out. See, it's going to come out that not only is that happening in China, but America has 
had a gene-edited family for some time now. And what this is really doing is these transhumanisms are going to create some type of disease which will lead to the ultimate destruction of the plants and the way they grow and the destruction of regular human beings, making human beings completely obsolete because the only human beings are the only gene-edited babies that will be able to live in the and the new Orwellian-based world will be gene-edited babies. I know that sounds very far-fetched. You have to understand that this is exactly what people like the Rockefellers and the Rothschilders, these old Orwellian families, these these families have been, been involved in history for so long now. They are just now being brought into light, and they hate it. So let's keep on pissing them off, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, share, and share these video videos everywhere. I'm not even kidding about that, guys. Please share these videos out there because the information I am giving you today will be the future information that you will hear about next month. So we are very, very well ahead of our time, ladies and gentlemen. And always remember, China, it will be released that China has been giving troops, special forces that have been touched down in Ukraine, and they've been giving Russia certain types of jets that are not nuclear-based. The rockets, the propelled bombs on those things, that'll make, your, that'll make um, what the book would of angels and demons, that'll make that look like more reality. I can only say just that. And George Soros is actively now paying off doctors to then create Dr. Desquats. I'm just going to put them like that. And this, of course, these are all our opinions, but you will hear about that here soon. We only got a glimmer of them out in Australia and one time out in Canada. But when it comes to America, it will be a whole nother right. While this is going on, they had to make it legal, which is why you see these types of legislation giving doctors more of, a, more of the power to imprison people now. That's why, especially in Nebraska, they passed the law real quick. Right, under, right underneath the Nebraska citizens' noses. We have Saudi Arabia saying that we want to switch to the uh, some type of digital currency that is only applied to Russia and China right now, which, again, that is because Biden's sanctions on Russia had nothing to do and did not affect Russia in any kind of way. They only affect the American people. This is Right after he then started shutting down pipeline after pipeline, he then put in legislations to make it to where no one could ever frack ever again. And the five commission board that is in control of the energy crisis is all left hard swinging Nazis. But of course, these are all our opinions. This is, and before that, ladies and gentlemen, because I, I really want to kind of give you guys uh, what's, you know, like I said, what's really, really going on. What else is going to happen is, like I said, the DHS is going to start putting us all on different types of, let's just say, um, hit lists, which they are going to use these Dr. Death Squads to go after you. It's not going to be like police or SWAT teams. These boys are going to look like soldiers coming to your house and they don't care who they hit or what they're doing. And they're going to be given the full discretion of the Congressional Senate. 
which falls in line right after what I want to get to next with the U.S. Senate resolution. And they are saying right now that we are charging Putin as a war criminal, but this is not hold the rule of law. They will then go in to transcribe it because NATO will tell them you must change this because under international law, if you are to charge someone as a war criminal, it falls under NATO now. It falls under the United Nations. We can no longer, and now giving the NATO, giving NATO the responsibility or giving NATO the ability, not really responsibility, but giving NATO which is what they're going to say, oh, it makes us our responsibility to start World War III. But it gives NATO the ability to start the bombing and start a no-fly zone over Ukraine. And this will happen here soon, ladies and gentlemen. And if, you know, this is, please like and subscribe and share these videos everywhere. And if you guys can, please donate too, ladies and gentlemen. You know, um, we, we want to make sure that we're growing. There's so many people that I want to bring on to Subliminal Message Studios, but it does take coin, coin, coin. And we are getting there, ladies and gentlemen. We are certainly getting there. That being said, this is going to bring me to the end of this broadcast. But I want to thank every single one of you Americans. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I want to thank every single one of you for the pain you have felt throughout this entire pandemic for the suffering you have felt from the administration that is in our office right now. I want to tell you, keep your faith, because that is something that they do not want. They want you happy and complicit. That's what they want. But they do not want you to have faith and have true grit, ladies and gentlemen. So this is Subliminal Message Studios. Thank you very much for joining me. We will follow up with the preparedness hour, of course, following up after this. Thank you very much for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. I truly, truly do mean that. And we will see you on the other side.